I'm not screaming every time, just at the really big ones, my wife Mara shouted over to me while bobbing in the waters of Shinnecock Bay in eastern Long Island during a 1.7-mile training swim, as if she had to defend her toughness to me. She most certainly didn't. I was in my usual position with the kayak's thick yellow plastic shielding me from the hundreds or thousands of jellyfish of various sizes just below the surface. I often accompany Mara on her training swims, a task which we view as fair given her tireless support for my marathons. Mara can't run because of a back problem, but at least in swimming we can spend time together while she trains. About a half a dozen times on this swim, Mara had thrashed her arms about and let out a quick, high-pitched noise. Not so much a scream, as in Freddy Krueger is after me, but more of a screech, as in I just touched something really gross. At first I had thought it was another clump of seaweed, something else Mara had been dealing with on this sunny midsummer morning. When she told me about the jellyfish invasion, I worried that she would get stung, leading to a cramp, and that I would somehow have to help her out of the water and onto the unstable craft. I had an awful vision of her slung over the kayak with hives or shortness of breath. Who knows what these creatures do? I asked Mara if she wanted to turn around or get in the kayak, but she looked at me kind of surprised at my question and shook her head no. I would have been out of the water as fast as possible. We distance runners can count ourselves lucky. Occasionally, we happen upon a rodent or maybe roadkill, we can be chased by dogs or intimidated by SUVs, but rarely, if ever, does a member of another species actually touch us during our workouts, least of all squishy invertebrates with tentacles. There have been reports lately of jellyfish populations being on the rise. With everything from global warming to overfishing of the jelly's larger predators cited as causes. From what I've read, there is little proof partly because it is so hard to count the translucent buggers. However, it seems to be generally accepted that warm weather causes certain types of jellyfish to arrive earlier and in greater abundance, and it has been unusually hot this year in the northeast U.S. In 2008, jellyfe jellyfish fears spiked after a 32-year-old Argentine man died during the New York City Triathlon. Jellies were swarming in the Hudson River that day, and some people suspected that he was stung multiple times, leading to a heart attack. But a coroner later concluded that his death was caused by high blood pressure. So what exactly are we afraid of? Jellyfish have no bones, brains, circulatory, or respiratory systems. They don't even have a digestive system, just a central cavity that holds plankton or whatever, and, well, let's, let's move on. What they do have are tentacles and venomous cells that can, be, that can be used to sting their prey, predators, or even open water swimmers and surfers. Reactions can vary greatly depending on the jellyfish and can even cause death in rare cause, cases. The most dangerous type of jellyfish, known as a box jelly, is found mostly in northern Australia or other tropical waters. It's not a big fan of the Hamptons. Thankfully, Mara wasn't stung once on her swim, just harassed. Maybe, even though they lacked brains, they respected her need to train for next weekend's 1.7 miler near Newport, Rhode Island, her longest open water swim to date. The Save the Bay swim raises money to help the Narragansett Bay estuary, which, according to the race's website, 
is home to more than 60 species of fish and shellfish, including, of course, jellyfish.